You've found the Everything Apostolic Podcast. Delight your soul, feed your spirit, and sharpen your mind with anointed teaching and discussion on subjects such as faith healing, miracles, end-time prophecy, holiness, and everything that apostolics love. And now here's your host, pastor, author, blogger, and teacher, Charles Rodas. Welcome to Everything Apostolic. Well, praise the Lord. This is uh, Charles Rodas, your host. So good to have you with me tonight. I can chat with you and talk about the word of the Lord here on Everything Apostolic. Uh, and yeah, so we're going to talk about the miraculous name of Jesus. I want to build your faith tonight because if you and I can get our faith together and believe in that name, nothing shall be impossible unto you. All things are possible unto him that believes. Now, it's not going to just, you know, it's not just because you're believing in anything or just believing in something, but you've got to believe in the name of Jesus. We've got to believe that there's power in that name, authority in that name, that that name has what it takes to remove sickness, disease, depression, oppression, demon possession, uh, whatever it is in a person's life, that name of Jesus has power to move it out. Praise God. You've got to do more than think about it. There's got to be times you're going to have to say out loud with your lips, in the name of Jesus, Satan, I rebuke you and I resist you. You know, Jesus spoke to the dead and the dead got up. The dead can't hear, but he spoke to the dead. Jesus even talked to a tree. The tree, A tree doesn't have the ability to hear, but there's something when we're standing in the stead of Jesus. See, when you say in the name of Jesus, you are standing in his stead. You are in his place. You are walking in his authority that he gave you. Now, there were seven sons of Sceva. We know the story. The Bible says that in the book of Acts there that they came across a demon-possessed man, and they said, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. See, these men did not have their own relationship with God. And friend, you may have been born again, but you still have got to have a relationship with God. If you're going to pray and heal the sick and cast out devils and do other miracles, it's, it's more than just having an experience one time somewhere in your past. But we need an experience with God every single day. And yes, I'm talking about the miraculous name of Jesus that is able to move sickness. It doesn't matter what the sickness is. I don't care if it's a headache, if it's diabetes, if it's heart trouble. It doesn't matter if it's, if it's a, a broken bone. It just doesn't matter what it is because there's no stopping God when somebody believes. If Jesus can take a man by the name of Lazarus, where his body was already stinking, his body was already into corruption, the worms had set in and his body was in, in, in that state of corruption already. And if Jesus Christ, hallelujah, said Lazarus, when he said Lazarus, amen, listen, the dead stood to attention. He said Lazarus. Rise, praise God, and Lazarus got up, praise God. Let's share some scripture here. 
<clears throat> Amen. I know you love this subject because you're apostolic. We all love this subject. Praise God. This is nothing new to us. Oh, but you may be new. You may be brand new. You may be new in the Lord. You may be just an old timer that served God for 40, 50 years or more, and you just want to hear it again and again and again. Well, thank you for being part of everything apostolic because I'm talking to the world. Amen. But for, first and foremost, I'm talking to every apostolic because we've got to preach this gospel. We've got to preach this word, and we've got to demonstrate this word with authority and with power. Power. Hallelujah. Let's go to Mark chapter 16 and a verse that maybe you can, uh, maybe you can quote. <coughs> All right, Matthew, uh, Luke, I'm sorry, Mark chapter 16 and verses uh, 17 and 18. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Let's stop right there for a moment. These what signs, these things, these things he's going to talk about, these certain things are going to happen for them that believe. You've got to believe. You've got to have a steadfast faith. You've got to have unmovable faith that this thing is going to happen. Oh, praise God. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils. There are people that are tormented by evil spirits. Even people in our churches today that are tormented by demon powers, they walk around and they live in depressions. There's even born-again people that are fighting the spirit of suicide and fear and rejection, all these different spirits. Are they possessed? No, they're not possessed with the Holy Ghost. But let me tell you something, that devil can attach himself to your mind and your thoughts at times, and sometimes you need somebody to join with you and help get him off of your back and out of your mind and out of your thoughts. Praise God. And I hope and I pray that this podcast will be a blessing to you. If you are going through something today that you could refer back to this time and time again and say, yes, in the name of Jesus Christ. That's right. Look at the verse 17. In my name shall they cast out devils, cast them out. Cast them out of your mind, cast them out of your presence, cast them out of your home, cast them out of a demon-possessed person, whatever the case is. That was the first sign. The second sign, they shall speak with new tongues. He said, in my name, they shall cast out devils. In my name, they shall speak with new tongues. In my name, verse 18, they shall take up serpents. Now, I'm not like those few hundred people living in West Virginia and a few other areas across the United States that believes in picking up serpents and snakes and copperheads and rattlesnakes and tempting God. You can't find in the Bible where they did any of that, but we can find where they spoke in tongues. We can find where they healed the sick. That's right. But you can't find where anybody willfully tempted God with a poisonous snake. Sure, we can find the apostle Paul, but Paul did not do that of his own accord. He picked up a bunch of sticks there on that uh, island after that shipwreck, and he went to get some wood for the fire to everybody could get warmed. It was cold, and they were all wet from the, you know, swimming to shore. And when he picked up that, that the Bible says a venomous viper reached over and bit him right on the hand. Praise God. And he shook it off, threw it all right in the fire. But you know what? 
they looking around knew that he should have swelled up quickly and he should have went unconscious and died shortly. They knew it. They saw the snake, but he did not get sick. There was no harm that came to the apostle Paul. And that's what it means here. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. That's right. This is good for missionaries. This is amazing for people that live in those parts of the world. Now, where I live near Chicago, I'm probably not going to run into a venomous snake probably not going to happen. There's some poisonous spiders hanging around sometimes. I do know that. All right. Uh, They shall take up serpents and they, and if, 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 if is a big word there, isn't it? If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And these same people in West Virginia, these few hundred people in these little churches, these little apostolic churches, many of them are apostolic, but they've got this part of it. They've got it mixed up. They think, well, that we need to go get some strychnine or some black shade and drink it uh, or something something to drink and to show everybody that we're of God and to show everybody will not get sick or die. Listen, that is not of the Lord. That is not what God intended. Oh, no, it's not. No, 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 no. Why? Because you cannot find that in the scripture. You can't find where anybody in the scripture did that. But again, you can find where they cast out devils. You can find where they spoke in tongues. That's right. And the one time you can find where Paul picked up a snake by accident. And look at the last one. Just the last sign. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They shall lay hands. They're just not laying hands on them and they're going to recover. He said, in my name, in my name shall they lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. The key is we're doing this in the name of Jesus. We are invoking the name. And when you have a walk with God and you live for God, now you don't have to be some super duper spiritual person that fasts eight days a week and you know you pray till your tongue hangs out uh, down to the floor and you fast till your belly button fa- falls off. That's not, no, that's not what it's talking about. Listen, you are a believer. If you are a believer, anything is possible. When you believe and you speak the name of Jesus, you're living for God, you're walking with God. Oh, hallelujah. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I've been fortunate enough to see a lot of miracles in my day. I've been fortunate enough. I see a lot of miracles, a lot of things done by the name of Jesus not by my righteousness, not by my holiness, not because I'm some super duper spiritual person. No, no, no. But you mixing faith with the name of Jesus, nothing shall be impossible unto them that believe. All right, let's go to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, verse 17 through 19. I love this passage. All right, so 10, 17. And the 70, there were 70 disciples at this time, returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Now, someone says, well, it means by the authority of. Yes, it does. Exactly. It does mean by the authority of. But you have no authority without invoking the name. Just like you have no authority at the department store to charge that a load of, uh, you know, uh, skirts and, 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 and shirts and trousers and everything else you want to buy. You have no authority to charge it unless you pull out that credit card with somebody's name on it. Praise God. Even with the name Visa, 
MasterCard, there was authority by that alone, even if it didn't have your name on it. But see, there's authority and there's power in the name of Jesus. Even the devils are subject. They have to submit. They have to listen and they have to obey. Oh, and I know nowadays we don't see too much of that like we've heard about in old times. We don't see too much of that that we, you know, we we even read about in the Bible. But you go in remote parts of the world, heard missionaries talk about. uh, See, here in America, it seems like the devils have got wise. They've got wise and they have ways of hiding. They have ways of deception. And they have uh, got a little smarter in their ways to disguise themselves with Sometimes with diseases, sometimes with uh, different names of uh, mental conditions and different things. And sometimes we think, well, that's just a condition. That's a diagnosis. Well, honey, it may be more than a diagnosis. Why? Because there is power in the name of Jesus to drive out devils. Praise God. I believe many of the sicknesses and diseases we face today. I I believe many of them are evil spirits in disguise that we have authority over. So the, the apostles said, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. In verse 18, and he said unto them, I, be, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. That's Jesus talking there. Behold, I give unto you power, 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 that dunamis power, that power like dynamite, that Dunamis is where we get that word from uh, the Greek word dynamite. So you've got that kind of power to tread on serpents and scorpions. Now, he he wasn't really talking about serpents and scorpions. Now, I believe it could be in the natural, but more so he's talking about things in the spirit that are, are, are highly dangerous, as dangerous as a serpent or scorpion would be in the natural. There are things we face in the spirit that are spiritually as dangerous. And without the covering of the blood of Jesus and the power of the name of Jesus, we can get ourselves in trouble like the seven sons of Sceva, going back to them. And do you remember what the Bible says? When they said to that demon-possessed man, seven against one, okay, praying, Uh, I adjure thee by the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. And the devil spoke out of the man and says, well, uh, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? And the Bible says the demon jumped out of that man and onto the seven sons of Sceva. Those seven men, the Bible says they ran away naked and wounded. He tore their clothes off and they was wounded. He did something to him. He beat him up. All right, something took place there. That's why you've got to have a covering. You've got to have a walk with God. Praise God that you are protected by the blood of Jesus. Oh, Lord, I give it unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing, nothing, nothing shall by any means hurt you. There's nothing, absolutely nothing to be afraid of. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Nothing at all to be afraid of. Well, praise God. Hold on for an important message. I've got some great testimonies I want to give you here in just a minute. I want to make sure that you knew about my book called The Urgent Need of the Hour. The subtitle is Revival Praying. Hi, this is Charles Rodas. If your prayer life needs reviving or you want to learn how to pray intercessory prayer 
and break through with great answers to prayer, I do encourage you to get this book. Now, I do want to read you a few testimonies. Now, a lady by the name of T. Bright writes, After reading this, I have a better understanding and drive to pray. And Christy W. writes, The chapter, Through the Veil, will make you put this book down and pray immediately. Great points of help all throughout this book. Brandon C. says, This is an absolutely incredible resource that will light a fire under you. One more, Shelley says, other than the Bible, of course, this is one of the most important books I've ever read. Such wisdom and knowledge. Now, you can get The Urgent Need of the Hour on Amazon, or you can get it on my website at charlesarotis.com. Well, I hope you take a look at it. God bless. Welcome back to Everything Apostolic. Well, I want to give you a couple testimonies here. I want to show you that you can pray and God will heal the sick if you take authority. I'm going to just use some easy, can I say easy, nothing real difficult. I could, you know, we could talk about all kinds of miracles. Praise God. Maybe you can too. But let me show you something. I, I, I was um, I was in the state of Indiana. Uh, actually where I'm from and actually where I live now some years ago years ago and I was preaching one night teaching actually on the gifts of the spirit in a church and I was teaching on the gifts I left the gift of healing until last I felt led to do that and a lady came up and says listen I've I have come to be healed. She says I've been having migraine headaches for several years and she says I have two or three migraine headaches every single week for all this time and she said i have come to be healed she didn't say i have come for prayer see that was so key with her i guess she knew uh, how key that was because she said it and i tell you what the church began to pray took authority over migraine headaches and i heard her te testify weeks later she said you know what uh, and she told that part again she stood up to the church and said listen i have not had a it's been about two weeks and i have not had a single migraine headache it's been a couple years later even after that i heard her stand and testify again and said you know what it's been a couple years and I'm still healed and still not having migraine headaches. Now, I, we can talk about arthritis and we could talk about cancer. We could talk a about a lot of things that are subject to the name of Jesus. But let me tell you about, a, I was preaching in a place in actually in the state of Wisconsin uh, some years ago as well. And uh, I got word back uh, at the, at the, after the service was over with that there was a boy there after we had a mass prayer uh, for everyone that had, was sick and it was a boy there that came in with a headache a child and during the prayer he testified to the family there that he was healed that the headache was gone in jesus name god heals children praise god i was preaching uh in the mountains of virginia at one point out just a one service i was there and had a mass prayer that went forth didn't touch anyone and the pastor's daughter stood up after at the end 
end of the service and said, I want to testify. There were some others that testified as well to being healed that day. But she said with tears running down her face, she said, I walked in this place with a migraine headache I've had for several days. She said, I want you to know when we prayed and when the church prayed, she said that migraine headache is gone. I'm healed. The headache is gone. And I thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Give you one more example. I was standing on the platform with a with a uh, with a preacher that was getting ready to preach, and uh, it wasn't the pastor, just another lay minister, and he just said something about his headache to me and how he felt, and I don't know. I just kind of just grabbed him by the arm, and we just began to pray, and he I, I didn't know. We just began to rebuke the headache, and we agreed in prayer, and the Bible says, if any two of you agree is touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven, and that's what we did right there, and he testified in the pulpit to just about five, 10 minutes later, he said, I want to thank God I came in here with a headache tonight, but just a few minutes ago, we prayed and my headache is gone. I just gave you four examples of headaches that are healed. Now, God can heal a little headache just looking on the small end of things. Now, headache's bad when you got it, right? When you have a headache, it's bad, especially if you're having headaches all the time, like the one sister I testified about. But then you take the extreme, like Lazarus was already dead. Do you remember the story? Do you remember the story when they when they came to Jesus and said, Jesus, your friend, your friend Lazarus is sick. Jesus was out of town. Jesus was a, a journey away. He was a good while away. He was not near where Lazarus was. And he, he said, your friend Lazarus. They said, your friend. Yeah, your friend Lazarus is sick. He's near to death. Uh, could you go and pray for him? You know, Jesus didn't even go. <laughs> it just seems like Jesus didn't show up in your situation, did he? Well, he'll show up, but you've got to just going to have to wait on him a minute, maybe, because he he did what he did to show that sickness and death are no different to him. There is no difference. If a person is sick, there's no difference than that somebody that has died. He can raise the dead as easy as he can heal a migraine headache. Now, we have a hard time with that. Now, I know we do. You and I, generally speaking, uh, there's, there's, you know, there's, it's just, it, we just don't hear of that too often. Sure, we hear of cancers being heal, healed and headaches being healed and uh, other things being healed and thank God for all that. But, you know, there's nothing that's difficult for, difficult for God. When you name your condition out for prayer, God don't get nervous. And when you go before the elders of the church, now you can be healed right now as you listen to this recording. Sure, this is a recording, but it won't be the first time God healed somebody by a recording. Because if you put your hand on your body and you'll say in the name of Jesus, be healed body, I command the sickness to go, and begin to do that until it goes. And God will honor your faith in Jesus name. All right. So let's go to, let's go to some more scripture. Acts chapter three. And verse six, <clears throat> Acts chapter three, verse six, we want to talk about the lame man. He was laid there all of his life there begging for alms, begging for a handout. He couldn't work a job. His legs didn't work. He had never walked before ever since he was small, ever since as a child, he was laid there begging. Now he's a man. I believe the scripture says in one place above 40 years old. 
about 40 years old. Then laying there, they, they bring him every day and people would walk by and put, put money in his cup, put money in his little bag or whatever he had. That's right. And this day is a brand new day. Peter and John, there's no telling how many times, how many years possibly they had walked by this man. Maybe they had donated. Maybe they walked by and ignored him. But this day they came to him. That's right. They came in verse uh, chapter three, verse six. Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the what I what do I have? In the name of Jesus Christ. That's what he had. He had the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He said, "Rise up and walk." And the Bible says he took him by the right hand. He was not afraid to reach down and take the lame man by the hand. You know, we pray for people so many times, and we're so shy and so afraid and so timid. Sometimes we don't even ask them if they feel better. We don't even ask them if they feel any different. Well, we, we need to ask them. We need to ask them how they feel. Sure we do. We need to have an expectation that God has done something. And if, we, if they say, well, I still feel the same, you know what? You could pray again. I've done it and seen people get healed that second or third prayer. It doesn't always happen that first time. Sometimes we just got to stir up our faith a little bit more and be a little more determined. That's right. All right. So look at verse 16. All right, same chapter three of Acts. Okay, Peter talking here. They were being, Peter and John was being accused uh, uh, of doing something bad, uh, of healing this man. And he said, and his name through faith in his name hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. What he say? And his name, the name of Jesus, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong. Listen at the wording there. And his name, Jesus' name, through faith in his name. I'm telling you today, there is a miracle working power in the name of Jesus. Why don't you practice on you and your kids or your grandkids? That's right. Somebody's sick in your household. Don't wait till you go to church or say they're just going to stay home from church. Go ahead and put your hand on them. Say, in the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed. How do you feel? How do you feel? Do you feel any different? Well, I feel a little bit better. I feel a little bit better. Pray again. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Listen, we're asking God to do things that he told us to do. He didn't say pray to me and I, I might do it. He told his disciples, the believers there, he told his disciples, he said, you go and heal the sick, cleanse the lepers cast out devils and raise the dead. He said, you go and do it. Praise God. Why? Because he said, behold, I give unto you power, power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. Oh, thank the Lord for this wonderful power. Now, we're not rejoicing that we have power. We thank God for it. We more so thank God that our name is written in heaven like Jesus said to do, but we need to recognize what we have. There are too many apostolics that are walking around subject to every little disease and germ, and they never pray for themselves, and they never get prayer. They just, just it's like a stone age idea. It's like something that doesn't work anymore. I'm telling you, brother and sister, it does still work. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Acts chapter 16. I'm going to give you one more verse here. Praise God. One more verse. All right. Let's see if I've got the right chapter here. 
There we go, 18. And this did she many days, but Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit. See, this woman was just seemed to be bragging on the apostle Paul, but she had a spirit of divination. All right. She was possessed, the Bible said, with a spirit of divination. All right. So what did Paul do? He being grieved, he turned to her and said to the spirit, he said, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. That's right. And he came out the same hour. Now, I wonder that wordage there, the same hour, that demon came out the same hour. Didn't say immediately. But I wonder there, even with the Apostle Paul, was there a little bit of a struggle that might have taken some time to cast that devil out? It might have taken 10 or 15 minutes, 30 or 45 minutes. I don't know. But it said it came out the same hour. And that word, uh, that word is there. It's in another place or two, I believe, uh, if if my memory serves me correct, in the scripture about someone casting out a devil, that it came out the same hour. So that's the way it is. Sometimes we're praying with people, and it doesn't always immediately happen as we uh, look for it to. But sometimes you got to stay with it, and you got to keep praying. You got to keep praying in Jesus' name. You've got to believe it. Keep speaking. Keep commanding. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Don't you just love the name of Jesus? Don't you just praise that mighty name? Well, thank you, friend, for tuning in again and listening to the miraculous name of Jesus with me on Everything Apostolic. Well, don't forget to ring the bell for the so that you'll be notified for the next podcast. And if you haven't already, hey, 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 please uh, give us a five-star rating there. Right there. Uh, I know um, many of the podcast outlets have an opportunity like Spotify, for an example, where you can give it a five star ranking. We would so appreciate that, my apostolic brother, sister or whoever you are. In Jesus name, I bless you. Go your way and do something great for God. Thank you for listening to the Everything Apostolic Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave a rating and review for it as it provides tremendous feedback to this ministry. Don't forget, more resources are available at www.charlesarodis.com. There you will find Pastor Rodis's books and also the newsletter and a free gift when you subscribe to the newsletter. Until next time, be blessed in Jesus' name.